Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black 
lot of hopes and dreams tonight, Jabes, on the big stage. What? <laughs> it's your it's your favorite type of Thursday night. Is what it is for you. Okay. It's the draft. Oh, the pageantry. Yeah, the magic. Oh, the magic. The, oh, the needless. Yeah. The showboating. NBA draft is tonight. Oh, God. I know you love it when I watch the NFL draft. You're going to love it even more that I'm watching the NBA draft. I don't mind the NBA draft. Don't they boo? It's quick. Do they boo that guy too? No, they don't actually. Um, he's the one commissioner in sports, Adam Silver, that is universally loved and tries. I will say this. He, he tries his best to do what's right for the, the league and the players. Right. And uh, so, so far, so good with that guy. He replaced uh, David Stern, and David Stern was a piece of shit. So same with Roger Goodell in the NFL, who's a fucking piece of shit. Right. This, this guy, Adam Silver, though, man, he, he seems on it, and he seems receptive to change. And if you ask him questions, he gives you an honest answer. Like, he was not stoked about Kevin Durant going to the Warriors because he knew that was going to build a super team. That's right. almost impossible to beat. And um, he hasn't been shy about saying, I- I'm, look, I'm not stoked about this because I don't think it's good for the league. Right. You need some parity and you need, you know, other teams that are able to win. I mean, you look at this year's finals, Golden State swept Cleveland uh, last year. Cleveland won one game against Golden State. So I, in the finals, that's not good. Um, the Now, the ratings are up because Golden State's so good and everybody wants to watch Golden State, including myself. I'm not a, a Golden State fan. I have no connection to that city. I mean, uh, I've spent a couple weeks there shooting films and things like that in uh, the San Francisco, Oakland area. But uh, I have no affinity to that team. I just enjoy watching three of the best shooters of all time consistently light it up every night. So whenever they're on, I watch it. Um, Yeah. In my life of being forced um, into sports and liking sports from either my dad or... Or myself. You. um, Basketball and baseball are what I gravitate towards. As far as like what... And I know people are like, what, the most boring and the most exciting? Yeah. Baseball has like the nostalgic thing. That's like my dad's whatever. And right. then basketball is just like exciting. Yeah, it's it's, you know? it's fast paced. The games are shorter. Yes. And the the way the this new league is, yeah. um, and I just air quoted the word new, is simply for the fact that uh, you don't need those big bulky centers like you did back in the day. It's a lot of three-point shooting now. Yeah, which is like uh, The games beautiful. are high-scoring, high explosive. Yeah, and it's like... Uh, I, I think for the first time ever in the history of the league, Steph Curry has made the three-pointer just as ex- exciting as a slam dunk where you're just like, man, I guess you're right. How was huh? that guy because shooting like, from all over the court? Because it's like, where's the shack? Like, where's the guy that's like lugging across the, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need it. So that that's why this, this draft in particular tonight I'm looking forward to is there is a shack in this draft. Okay. And he's going number one. Um, and uh, there is, it, it is a no doubt situation, the same as Shaq, where you're just like, that's that's our guy. This is number one. So tonight, that's not going to be a surprise. Okay. This guy is definitely going number one. When I did that interview with Bobby Knights uh, for our 200th episode, he was the guy that I, I, I mentioned with Bobby Knight that was paid $100,000 by his coach just to even come to school there. So where is he coming from? What school? He is coming from Arizona, okay. um, but he's originally from Jamaica. 
Okay. Um, and the other interesting part of all of this is typically this is the time when all of these guys, these these kids essentially, are signing mega deals with shoe companies. Right. Uh, t- t- two of them have. The, the two best prospects, arguably, in this draft have signed shoe deals. But here's the shocker of it. They, sh- they signed with Puma. Hmm. Puma hasn't had a, an athlete signed to their label in... 20 years but they're wait wait listen to this so they're trying to get back into the game they asked this they asked this this kid who's going number one tonight he signed with puma okay and they said what's the deal with you signing with puma and he's just like look in jamaica puma's everything usain bolt um rihanna rihanna's puma and uh, i was just like man that's that's a weird one but good for puma um, I love an old school Puma. Same here. I don't know about a like a running or a like basketball shoe, but an old school like back in the day though, they used to make decent basketball shoes. Okay. So like I'm not gonna I'll reserve judgment until the, the shoes actually we'll come out. We'll see. But uh a day after that, the other kid who's supposed to be the next superstar in the draft, he signed with Puma. And oh. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I couldn't figure it out. I knew there was gonna be there had to be something behind this. Because it just didn't make sense. And then the other shoe dropped the day after. Uh, congratulations. Jay-Z is president of Puma. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker, I dude. Know. I know. So he's, uh, he's signing players, which, look, he has uh, his own sports agency. Sure. So he's going to bring over all these motherfuckers to Puma if he wants to. I don't know who made that move financially. Because Puma never had this type of money to shell out for athletes. I don't know who invested into their company or why they decided to go this route um, because they completely changed everything seemingly overnight there uh, when they haven't been involved in this business in 20 years. So um, super strange, but, but cool. Like I, I, I dig it when you get like smaller brands and things like that uh, out, out from the shadows and, and bring them up where you're like, all right, awesome. It's, it's not just so hard to do. It is. Like, it is. Cause under armor has tried this, um, unsuccessfully yeah. uh, for the last, I would say five years. Um, I, I love Under Armour's equipment and all their shit. I don't get down on their shoes. They hi- they signed Kevin Durant and um, right. Steph Curry. And neither of those shoes have been impressive where you're like, man, Steph Curry just looked downright gaudy. I mean, they were calling them old man shoes. They might as well look like a, a, a like an early fifties man who's retired early, like those w- white walking shoes. Oh, it's like orthopedic. Yeah. Where you're just like, Ooh, Ooh, boy, a little bit of a heel. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how he approved that or the company, but they, they that slipped through the cracks and he got buried for it. They have golf on lock. Uh, do they? Oh, oh, pretty Ricky Fowler. Yeah, pretty Ricky uh, Fowler is I actually a lot Puma. of people in this last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of people. Ricky Fowler's Puma uh, Under Armour, and it seems I, like their golf like gear. And even when I'm in Under Armour, like right, that shit looks rad. Like I'm almost like, oh, I wish I yeah, played yeah. golf for sure. Like for sure, it just looks awesome. They haven't mastered the basketball shoe yet, but no. uh, but but pretty Ricky Fowler is on. Uh, he's on Puma too for. Um, for golf, and I dig all his shit. I'm Puma. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. All right. All right. So hey, maybe they're making the turn. It'll be cool. But uh, my team is drafting number three tonight, the Atlanta Hawks. And there's one guy I want who I think is the Steph, the next Steph Curry, Trey Young. But uh, great name. Yep. Uh, great great name. player. He lit it up last year in college. And if we don't get him, I'm going to be super pissed because one onesie twosies are already a lock uh threesies is open so trey young will be there 
So I'm I'm amped tonight. I'm amped. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into the sponsors. We we got a big show. So um, right. instead of rambling on like two little kittens in a tree, <laughs> let's get to the sponsors, shall we? First and foremost, talking about uh, my new book. God, we're getting close. We're getting so fucking close. Um, I'm nervous. My book. Uh, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. I'm getting nervous. We're we're only, like I said, maybe 22, 2100 copies away, somewhere in there. From being the bestseller, so like we've sold a lot, but we're we're forty five days out now. That now's when I start to get nervous. Where it's just like, hey, can we just buy this fucking book and make it? Um, forty five days out. Oh boy, what do you think? Well, it's up, it's up to our listeners. We have fucking one point two million listeners. So if you guys could buy each, just just buy one copy. It's the only thing I'll ever ask of you. The show is free. Yeah. Just go to Amazon, pre-order the fucking book. And uh, I know what you're thinking. Hey, Ross, I, why do I want to buy a book that's 45 days away? The reason why is all these numbers add up for opening week sales. Um, that's that's the way that I can make the bestseller list. And, I'm confident. Um, I, think I hope people, so. Like me, they may procrastinate a little bit. Ugh. But I think we're going to do, do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just buy it. do it. I'm confident. Uh, it's the sequel to it, Night She Cries, While He Rides His Steed. And uh, I can I can genuinely say it's the funniest book ever written. It's the craziest shit of all time. Um, but you guys have heard me talk about it a million times. I said, fuck everybody on this one. And uh, I've gone harder than I've ever gone in anything, which is beyond shocking. So grab a copy and hardback and uh, support me. Support the show. Go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. Pre-order that shit. Bitch. Uh, uh, you can also just walk in. Like a lot of you guys are bookstore people. Um, you can you can also walk into Barnes and Noble and just pre-order it there too, and they'll ship it to the store. Oh, yeah. So that'd you, be fun. You, yeah, you also have that option if you want. You could pick up a book at a bookstore, which will probably feel very strange. Yeah, right. But awesome. But that's awesome. what I want to do. Yeah. So you can go into to Barnes and Noble. And, and have uh, them. That will be the fun of it too. Having the Barnes and Noble people be like, when it comes. Yeah. Yeah. What is, is this Harriet Tubman and some... <laughs> is that Harriet Tubman on the cover of a bearded book? bearded stallion? Some, yeah. Yeah. Just doing it. Doing it right. Huh. Um, I, I, we should actually go down to Barnes & Noble and do that. Just order. Oh, we definitely need to. And we yeah. need to like go together and have them like hand it to us. That'd be great. And be like, here's your Here's book. your book, weirdo. Weirdos. Um, so go out, go out and do it. Do it now, kids. Um, I really appreciate it. Next up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Having some right now. Oh, have to. Yeah. Have to. Feeling the, feeling the juice. Feeling the love uh, pumping through my veins. The love pump? Pumping through my veins. Yeah. Love pump. A little blackrivalcoffee.com. I'm drinking the caffeinated as fuck right now this morning. You're drinking the just black? Uh, the love pump yeah, blend. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, you are. Uh, black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. They make it fresh in the motherfucking warehouse, and uh, it's bagged up, shipped right to you. They got bags, K-cups, um, and they've got some of the finest uh, coffee cups and uh, array of coffee makers that you could possibly get your hands on. Uh, they spared no expense. Here's what I like about this company. They're not only are they veteran owned, but, uh, their apparel is second to none. Their, their coffee is second to none. And they buy like the expensive shit. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I'm going to, they buy the expensive shit 
and it takes out of their margins because they want quality and the highest quality. And I respect that out of companies where you're like, all right, great. Could they make a, f- a few dollars extra per bag and all that other shit? Sure, if they were doing the cheap shit, but they don't. So like that's why everybody's wearing their T-shirts and hats and they live forever is because, oh, shit, you actually want to wear them and go out in public. Um, so uh, that I love about this company. And uh, that's why you see me wearing all this shit and Instagram and at ST James, ST James. And uh, which we'll get to after the 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 sponsors, uh, the new Instagram and uh, and go to Black Rifle Coffee's Instagram. They got all the deals and all that shit on there. It's a great Instagram. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the one time promo code of Revolution for twenty percent off. I'd highly recommend using that on the subscription of the month club, their coffee club of the month. It's uh, the most bang for your buck. Uh, and if you're like me, you like to bang your buck. You like, like to, to bang, bang a lot. Next up, we've for got a little buck. Strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Oh, shabloinks, blanks, blanks, but blanks, but blanks. Uh, Strikeforce Energy is, look, they're the premier energy drink in the business now. Um, they're, they're the only ones doing it at a level like this. And uh, I've never seen a fucking pouch that you can just rip open and pour into any liquid and it tastes awesome and amazing and it's worth five hours. Real, real talk here. That five hour energy shit, I can't stand. I've never been able to drink that shit. And I feel like I'm, my eyes are popping out of my fucking skull. Uh, Red Bull, I used to get down on Red Bull. That was, that was my jam. But it's so, it's so much and it's so heavy that you're like, man, I, I just... Can I just pour something into something else like water? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, all the carbonation on that shit, like I'm good on it. Um, Strike Force is just a, it's just a fucking silver pouch, dude. It's 99 cents a pop. You can buy them in 10, 20, or uh, 40, and then they've got a, a 750 milliliter bottle that you can just pop a couple of squirts in at your house and fucking boom, you're off to the races. Uh, they got four flavors: original, lemon. Orange and make America grape again. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. They also have a subscription of the month club and they ship everywhere in the entire world. But make sure you use the promo code revolution for 20% off at strikeforceenergy.com. Promo code revolution, 20% off. Last but not least, uh, it's the fan fave now. <laughs> it's the fan fave, Jabes. Talking about straightrazors.com. That's a clean cut. Smooth. You were like it. Oh, that one was loud. Do you like it? Do you like it? Yeah, yeah. Do you like it? Do you like it? Yes. Natural baritone. Yep. Deb. Natural baritone, sturdy bass. Straightrazors.com has got all your shaving needs for a Deb and a Dale. Uh, if you're pregnant and you want to shave your bush, use it. If you're a man who's, uh, you know, working on your quads, use it. Uh, I'm no angel. I'm no angel. <laughs> um, God, I hate when people, that, that song, like when that song what? comes on, I always laugh. Uh, whenever I hear boys are the boys are back in town, I'm fucking, I fucking oh, I, I turn it off immediately. That's not boys are back. In I know, but it's in that it's in that same vein. Tonight is gonna yeah. be a jailbreak. Your Anybody favorite. who plays that or boys are back in town are bad to the oh bone. Oh my gosh, those are my two karaoke's. Oh god, the it, boys are back in town. Yeah, the boys are definitely not back in town. It's straightrazors.com. Uh, these these fine products they have are for real men. And uh, look, they've got cologne, aftershave, fucking 
Stray razors are second to none. They get safety razors, shampoo, conditioner, beers, oils, uh, mustache, waxes. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. What about a papa oomow mow? Papa oomow mow. mow. Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't dig on any of to that. To be real. Oh, God. Don't We're going to go through all the, all the hits that you love. I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, first and foremost, so I want to start off with this new Instagram because we tried it out yesterday. Um, B Fries and I, whew, I don't know what to think of this. Um, they want to go after YouTube, which is fine, and I get that. They're allowing, they're now allowing up to sixty-minute videos, so you can put in, uh, you can post a video of an hour, okay, um, which is fine. Uh, but the reason why I'm saying it's it's fine, you, usually I'd be fucking stoked about it. I'd be like, holy shit! Sure, throw them all up there, but it's vertical. Why? Why? Do people understand what that? So vertical means up and down. So like if you're so looking at your phone, yeah, you, your TV is horizontal. You look at that from side to side, right? And that's laid down. Your your phone is up and down. Yes, you can tilt it to make it horizontal, and that's what people do. Normal people when they watch you know videos on their phone, right? This is a horizontal. I mean, a vertical for the new Instagram sixty minute thing, and. I, I don't know why. I, so essentially you can't watch normal ratioed things. TV is the idea. So what I think anything, they're yeah. wanting you to do is use your iPhone to shoot anything that you're going to shoot. But the pro- the problem with that is you can't fit enough people in a shot. So let's say a hypo- vertical. Yes. Yeah. So hypothetical. Let's say you were you were, tr- you were attempting to shoot a movie. They they trotted this girl out yesterday, Lily Pons, um, who is a big social media superstar. I I don't know how. Go and look at her videos. If you find them funny, um, chances are you probably don't listen to the show. We're not we're not friends <laughs> in real life, and we've never been friends, and we never will be friends. But Whoa. I can respect the hustle, and sh- you know she's been doing this for years, and uh, she's got twenty five million followers on Instagram. She was one of the keynote speakers for this update that was going on yesterday and she said i'm i'm i she announced a, i'm doing a cooking a cooking show on there um with her thing my again my biggest problem with that is i don't even know what cameras you shoot that with her because, iphone yes but but dude <laughs> shooting on your iphone to, to all the plugins you need to to get proper sound proper angles proper quality it's it's adding so much to your phone and these only look i have the biggest memory one there is it's 256 gigs there's not enough space for a fucking to shoot an hour's worth of content there's not enough physical space on your phone to do that well okay so a a cooking show is the only thing you can do so you can't do like to you know it's just that you can't get things in the shot so she could with cameras go up and down just a normal camera do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess. Well, you know what? We're going to test it out with, uh, we're going to be reading some ec- excerpts of When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It with St. James Street James. And uh, we're going to shoot it like that to test it out. Um, I, I, I would, I, I'll say this because you'll more than likely be the one holding the fucking phone. I, I don't know how you get a, a chair and a globe in that shot unless you go stand really far back. But then That's I don't know. That's the thing. It's only far back. Right. And, but then I don't know how you pick up the sound. Because the sound isn't going to be the same. No, you'd have to do that separate, like on a love. Jesus you'd still Christ. have to edit yeah, but then it. You still have to edit I it. I still, and so does she. 
she still has to edit everything on a computer. In that aspect ratio, correct? And then you switch the aspects and then, I mean, this is boring, but then you can't get in all the things in your shot. So she's still editing it and putting in her sound after and all of that. So she's not like hooking up a... It's not boring, and I'll tell you why. Like I, I, I joke with you that you're terrible at Google, which you are. For um, sure, you're horrible with your phone. And I love Technology it. is beyond you, but mm. for some reason, you are a whiz with sound editing and video <laughs> editing, and it, none of it. The, the rest of the world does not make sense to me because you you could you cannot use a simple <laughs> Google search for anything. But you can sit there and fucking edit a video. You for the audience at home, you did. Uh, 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 fuck, what, was it Waffle House Waitress um, or Zima's and Jollies? Was that you? Zima's and Jollies, yeah, I Z- did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, edited, you edited that whole goddamn thing, and there was probably 187 cuts in that. Yeah. But you cannot type in uh-uh. how old Barbara Streisand is to Google. And I was thinking, did I, was I able to do that one? Which one? How old Barbara Streisand no, was? No, 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 no not, not in time, not in time. No. I need definitely a lot of Three time. days later, yeah, you came yeah. back to me and you were yeah. like, oh, she's... I just only have a certain amount of space in my brain sure. for stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you can attest to this as well. And it, you can only keep the important things that yeah. you need in there. And then everything else is like, it, it has to just go away. The outside world does not exist to me when I'm writing something or working on something, which uh, look, chances are I'm writing something every single day of the week. So, yeah. Uh, and you're terrible at like probably. picking stuff up at the grocery Horrible. store, remembering things. If you don't In text me. In the same respect or you, or, that Google yeah. is easy, I feel that like, hey, can you grab this on the way home? Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's no. easy. It's not, Japes. It's so. not. It's really hard because you don't, you have to make space in your brain <laughs> right inside your brain hole. inside your there's a little box right yeah that's all it's it just is a little box and you fill it with what you can and everything else has to wait online yeah that's that's all it is um but with this this new instagram i'm I, i'll be curious to see how long this lasts in this vertical fucking thing before they switch it to horizontal because again it makes no sense that you can just turn your phone so why not adjust for that? Um, and then you could really start picking off because here, here's what they want to do in their big announcement yesterday. They want to start going after YouTube, which uh, they can because they have the video capabilities. Yeah. Everybody's got their followers on there. And to be honest, the reason why Facebook and Instagram have been able to dominate for so long is it's connected with your friends, whereas YouTube, you're not like normal people don't have YouTube accounts. Um, they're not subscribed to, to other people's videos. Uh, you have to be in that YouTube world to get your content out there. Essentially, um, we've had a tough time, you know, getting the video shows out to to the masses on, yeah. on YouTube only. On, on iTunes, it's been easy. On YouTube only, simply because I, I don't have enough friends that are subscribers or have channels on YouTube, so you can friend and share videos and all that other shit. Like, you you have to start from scratch and try to build a brand new audience with people who've you're not friends with. You've never met, and that's that's a difficult thing with YouTube. Now, right. with with Instagram, that's not the case. Like all my friends, all my family, everybody's connected to that. So, like if we were shooting, able to shoot these podcasts and get them out on on Instagram as well as iTunes and YouTube and all that shit, it would be super beneficial mm-hmm. because then we're all connected, and I can get it out to my friends and and people who listen to the show really really easily. Um, but uh, not at a vertical. I don't know how to do that in vertical. We're gonna we're gonna test it out. Um, okay. Jared and I are gonna try to yeah, do it, yeah, but yeah. Uh, can you do horizontal? I don't know how you do it in the, in the vertical world. Not on the stories. 
Uh, what do on you mean? Instagram, like you can you can put up a normal clip of something on the actual on well, your feed on on the Instagram stories and yeah on your feed on you your can feed do you can, but horizontal on, and la- landscape is what you know but on the stories you can't you can now so you can pinch oh. it and squeeze it so it'll be smaller it just won't take up the whole screen but you know you can at least put it up there. Um, Anyways, so. let's test it out and then talk. Yeah, we'll find out. I I used it last night. Uh, for the first time with a video and uh, there was a picture at the end of it and it, it crops it out. Like, so the rest of it is missing where you're just like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's a great idea. Um, Facebook stock is back up to normal levels since their fucking meltdown. Right. Um, simply because of Instagram, Instagram crossed a billion users yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, cause everyone's like, fuck Facebook. I'm, I'm going to Instagram yeah. and it's like, I'm going to show Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Zuck's are you? like, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for switching over to Instagram. Yeah. homies. He's like, you better boycott Facebook and just use Instagram. Yeah. You guys, it's the only way to get back at me. And the hilarious thing about it is, is Instagram hasn't monetized yet. So like, you know, the, the long form videos, that they're pumping out or want people to pump out. The reason is so they can put ads at the bottom of them eventually. It's not going to be now. It probably won't be for another six, sure. to, six to 12 months. But uh, that's the overall goal. And then they're bringing in more money to the company. So it's like, Jesus Christ. Um, but, you know, uh, we'll give it a go. And, you know, follow Ross Patterson Revolution on Instagram. And, and we'll, we'll – because we'll be up and at them shooting live shows probably within a week. Um, it's 10 days and uh, so we'll be posting shit on there on the reg so follow it and check it out and, and we'll see how it goes uh, I know last episode I raged against the machine yeah uh, I called it the hate fuck show too um, where I just I was I hated everybody that day you did talking about immigration um, as well and uh, I, I think the the following day um, Trump signed the, that executive order to keep the families together um, yeah he he caved on that. Uh, well, come on. Yeah. I, look, I, I'm not saying that's okay. They can be detained together. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, but I'm like, look, like we're not fucking here, horrible here, people. We're not horrible people. But uh, here's my my issue with it. Again, like under Obama, it was the same law. Like the the, the kids were separated. Most of these pictures were taken from them uh, from 2014 that are circulating now. It's the same thing that was going on, and you're trying to deter. Uh, people from crossing the border. Um, just, yeah. I don't know. It's deterrent, basically. It's right. Like, this is so horrible. Now Please don't that do deterrent it. is gone. I, you've got to have some form of, of border security. It's fucking insane at this point now. And one would think just by watching the media that, you know, oh, everybody was outraged. Everybody was outraged. He flew to Duluth, Minnesota last night and uh he signed the executive order mm-hmm. he hopped on a plane and did a rally in duluth minnesota last night biggest crowds they've ever had um right. I, like I, watching it, it i mean it's fucking insane you, did you know there was a, a det- <laughs> you were talking about being detained there was another room in this gym like this this massive fucking uh, gym that uh, where, where people were just hoping to get in to see Trump and they mm-hmm. were just w- waiting in this room detained in this room watching it on TV there was so there was thousands of people who couldn't even get into this rally like uh, it has not stopped him any in, in the least bit and uh, if you're if you're watching this at home like I mean because the, the, the rally was wild last night I mean it was it was like a fucking rock concert yeah um, nothing has changed 
Nothing has changed with him. So if you're if you're hoping something, you know, oh man, the media or whatever, uh, hey man, it's only making people love him more. I, I I would have thought he would have had a tough time in Duluth, Minnesota, getting people to to go out Why? to a last last second rally. Um, I don't I, I don't know. I, the only there, thing, well, but here's sure. the thing: like uh, the, the only thing I know about Minnesota is Al Franken was their their dude. Oh, that's right. So I was just like, oh man, maybe there'll be protests or people won't show up or whatever. No, it was the opposite. And Jesus, man, they were going bug fuck last night. What I kind of like, depend. I mean whether you're for it or not what i kind of like is that voices were heard right yeah all those calls to the congressman all it's like people did something and their voices were heard essentially so no matter how you feel on either side like i like when you know because there's just so much rage and like nothing being done you know you're just like oh i'm so pissed and it's like on the instagram all the numbers to call all the things where people are like take action calm down and call this number you know what i mean or whatever yeah protest or however you want to do it peacefully i didn't hear of anything horrible i mean besides booing that lady out of the mexican restaurant the secretary wow they were fucking nasty to her but um, they were nasty to her and that was in new york too but um i kind of like that so on on either side if something is like really outraging you like go through the channels Make your calls to congressmen and do you know what I mean? Sure. And like things can be they can changed. be changed. Yeah, and look to Trump's credit, um, he listened and he did it. Uh, I, I wouldn't have, but uh, you know, and, and I because I don't know many presidents that I don't remember a president signing this many executive orders. Do you? No, but I mean that's just the first step. So it is. You're, look, you still have, you a, still have a long to, fight in Congress and all that shit. But so him signing it in a way. You know, it's kind of like, okay, but you know, it's not going to fix anything right now. So things are still going to go as usual, but it's the first step. And, um, it kind of takes a little bit of heat off him or it's just like, I'm going in this direction. I don't understand why it's not mandatory for these assholes in Congress to get together both sides and figure this out. Uh, Because there's, to me, there's only one solution with all of this and it's it's border security it's some type of wall some type of thing every single country on earth has this um i don't understand why congress can't get together and figure this out and again this has been going on for years and years 20 years at this point so can you not force these motherfuckers in a room and just say hey we're not leaving until this is figured out i guess not right no <laughs> um so eh, it, look it is what it is but In a dictatorship, yeah. I I would have thought with the way the media and celebrities have portrayed all of this shit on social media that that the rally last night would have been kind of dead or Mm -hmm. kind of moot. Like, it was the opposite. Like, fuck. I mean, that was a lot of people on both sides. A lot. And and don't think that one side is, you know. Yeah. That's that's. It's not the problem. It is kind of the problem. And in Congress as well. It's the problem. Like, there's a lot on both sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's no middle party. And we're just all clashing. I mean, within groups of friends, just look around on who's like in, you know, like, you can't talk about Trump with this person or blah, blah, blah. Like, just within your group of friends, we're all, we're kind of against each other. And that's just where we're at right now. Right. And I will say this. I don't see this happening after he leaves office. Um, with another president in our lifetime. Um, I, I just don't. And I think everyone else, you know, whoever else comes after, 
I'm not sure actually, but whoever else comes after, like, I think people will be able to talk a little bit more. Maybe I'll say this. And I've said this before. If the economy stays hot like this to where, where it's at, he gets another four easily. Right. Um, the only way I think he doesn't is, uh, is if the, the economy is shitty. Um, uh, like if it takes a turn and, and, uh, shit goes bad, I think, I think then he would have a chance to, you know, somebody would have a chance to unseat him. If it's not, I don't know any president in the history of our country where the economy's going well, that's been ousted where you're like, all right, great. Yeah, after one term. That's true. Um, and if you want my next prediction, like I'll go fucking way further down the line than that. Um, I think our first female president might be this Nikki Haley. Okay, you said that. I yeah. have said that before, and, and I'm, your... I will stand by that. Where I, she I, Republican? Or... She is. Okay. Um, but she's very level-headed. Level-headed. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, she... where, to where you can actually, both sides can maybe have a conversation about exactly. her without exactly. <laughs> pulling families apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but she's, uh, she, look, she's like a Russian police officer. She's stern but fair. And okay. she's not afraid to stand up in front of these, like, you know, other nations, the United Nations, and make these tough decisions in these speeches where you're just like, Jesus. Okay. Um, that's, I, I don't, and, and this isn't to talk shit about any other woman, but uh, I don't see another woman who's coming up with, uh, with that kind of political power that, that she is wielding now uh, on the biggest stage and seemingly doing it with ease. Um, there's just no other people in that position. I mean, that are, are, aren't already in the cabinet and I, the woman who's the head of the CIA, mm-hmm. she's, she's not going to run. Um, she's not personable enough. So the other crazy, the crazy thing is like, if it was just a more level headed, likable person, the things that he's doing would partly be praised and, and others just be, you know, ignored. Like a lot of the stuff that Obama did. Yeah. Obama was doing a lot of that stuff too, but we kind of liked him and we weren't, we let him do his thing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we weren't yeah. worried about every single thing he fucking did. Right. Because it was Obama. Right. It was like, okay, he's doing something about immigration. I don't know what it is, but have yeah, fun. I, nobody <laughs> nobody really cared. Um, unless no. it was a war or you're in a recession. Nobody really fucking cares no. like what's going on. We were they just like, now. all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. And everybody is when a you fucking don't like somebody, political like, expert right you now. really stay on them. I know. Jesus Christ. And, and with social media, forget it. Uh people fucking hammer you um but we can we can move on from that uh another rostradamus prediction came true oh stop it oh it did my rage on the star wars franchise when solo bombs and again not not only did i call it but i just said that cast looked dorky and they were and i explained it to the audience they were jamming these things out as fast as possible without putting the amount of effort into the scripts and casting and, and all of this shit like, like they need to. Um, this was a big boy move. Um, all the Star Wars movies, the spinoffs, uh, have been pulled. They've been put on hold. And they, the studio made an announcement saying, hey, Lucasfilm said, we're going to just focus on the next Star Wars and then uh, take our time with the other one and try to get these right because they don't want another disaster like this solo. Because there was... I don't know if you know this, but there was uh, originally supposed to be a spinoff of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Um, and then the fucking, who was the, Boba Fett? Yeah, don't ask me anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bo- Boba Fett. And you're just like, oh my God. Focus on the Star Wars franchise themselves. So after that fucking disaster, that's what they're going to do. And uh, boom, boom. Okay. The big guy. Oh, he was right again. Called it. Uh, something had to happen. You can't. 
that that fan base is too big to where look even though i like i'm not i'm not that big of a fan of star wars i love i love the first three mm-hmm. those are the only three i've liked the rest mm-hmm. of them after that like the ones with jar jar banks and all that so other you're, shit you're not true to this I watched them. I went. I went to the theaters and watched the next three. I I did not enjoy them. Um, I saw the first one that came out of, of this new one, and uh, it was okay. Nothing great about it, and um, you know, it, like it was a good enough film. But then I, I have no interest in seeing the rest of them, so I, I never watched after that. But I I am aware of how big this fan base is and how much it means to them, and it's like, dude, you guys just because you wanted to make money are just fucking them. Yeah, with all of these movies, and they'll come. They'll come. It, Make but, it good. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so I, they've been loyal since the beginning. Oh boy, dude. Yeah, I the mean, beginning, beginning. So it's one of those things where uh, I'm glad they're doing this. Like I'm glad they're taking the time for the fans because I like I, I get tired of reading about people bitching about it all the time. We're just like, Oof. I'm excited about Christopher Robin. Did you? Are you really? <laughs> yes. Did you see that trailer? <laughs> I did, but I loved finding um, Neverland, um, Paddington, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were. It looks good. <laughs> Come on, there's a couple people into Winnie the Pooh out there. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, I think. Uh, right from Star Wars. Yeah. I, I, now I, we're I, diving into Winnie the Pooh. I, I think. I think it, it looks, looks good. It, it does look good. Um, that they're doing a good job with these kids movies. There's um, not a lot of summer stuff, you guys. What the fuck else am I gonna watch? Yeah, they're they're doing a good job with these kid movies. Like uh, that Dumbo remake that we talked about looks good. Yeah, with uh, uh, they're making homeboy. it so that parents don't want to fucking kill themselves when they're watching. You know where they actually kind of like it too. The other one that I saw clips of that looks really good is the live action version of of Lion King. Yeah, where you're just man. like, all right, cool. Um, Same kind of deal. Yep. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, looks good. And then, uh, then your your fave, Jungle Book, the sequel to that, Mowgli. <laughs> Look, I can't. that was good. I know it looks dope. Christopher Walken, Bill Murray. I can't. I can't bitch Come about it. Come like, on, it's a super Idris Elba. It's a dark trailer too. Watch the Mowgli. It's a trailer. dark movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's, we're. It took me a couple times watching it. Where you're like, oh, how boy. are kids not afraid of this? Yeah, they like it. Yeah. How is my child not afraid of that because snake? Because the jungle book, and that's the thing, the movies that we remember, like even this Winnie the Pooh looks a little bit dark. Yeah. Dumbo was sad in the beginning, but it wasn't like a dark, like crazy movie, right? It'd be sweet if Pooh was shooting up in the woods. Just in- He looks in- like that. Did you see him? Injecting he honey. real disheveled, yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, which is what he should. He's a fucking stuffed animal in the He's forest. Like he should be dirty. Yeah. yeah. He should be dirty. The kid has been fucking carrying him around through the dirt, sucking on his ears for fucking years. I would love to he- I would love to see Pooh like just down on his luck out in the forest, uh sh- like tying off a uh, Christopher yeah. Robin's belt yeah. to his arm and then injecting himself with honey with like uh Nirvana's Unplugged. All in all is all we are. Like you put that in the trailer. Fuck oh, you. I'm in. Yeah. 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 Somebody needs to make, you know how people make those like dark versions of trailers. <laughs> I forget what it's called, but it's like, all where they did like, all. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. The Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire yeah. or like <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Rock, whatever. Yeah. All those that they make. Yep. Someone needs to do that for Pooh. 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 Pizznew. 
Um, I'm anyway. I'm Ooh, Jesse is hardcore. Yeah, I'm. I, but it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. Like that's yeah. especially you know. I don't know because there's nothing else. Well, 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 with the way the movies are going, and look, we have a kid. Like at least you can take your child to it and be like, all right, great. Because look, the movie that broke all the records that came out last weekend was Incredibles two. It yeah. opened up at one hundred and eighty-two million dollars, which even is those are are rough for me a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I need something that's like a nostalgic for me, yeah. but my it's a newer version that my kid can can handle it. But those like crazy ADD animation things right. are real hard <laughs> for me. But I do it. I'll go, but I'm just like, boof. You, you can't get into it, though, huh? Yeah, I've got to take a pill or two. I hear you. To sit through that <laughs> with the kid. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't dare. Mama's little helper. Mama's little, mama's <laughs> little helper. It's not mama's called Mama's little, little helper, helper for yeah. nothing. No. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about Playboy, too. Um, I read Please. A, I, I read an interesting article about it. So we had on Drinking Bros, we had a, a our sister show, uh, Drinking Bros podcast. We had a the first playmate who was clothed um, on the cover of Playboy. I don't know if you know this, but they tried to rebrand. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, we need to become a magazine that everybody can carry around. And mm-hmm. they rebranded <laughs> and there's don't. no nudity in it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the, the majority of the population didn't know that that was going on. That they were rebranding. So I remember seeing somebody walking through the airport with a Playboy underneath their hand. And I was like, what, what? are you? Bold. And I was like, oh, that's right. They went their clothes now. But no one else knew that. So everybody was watching this guy like, Jesus, man. Um, that's a little bold. It's still a little weird. I know. So this this girl, <laughs> she was the first cover. Um, and uh, it came out and it obviously did not do well. What's her name? Huge Stank- shock. Stanky? Crotchy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, Crotchy. Okay. <laughs> Um, worst name in the history of names. Crotchy. Sorry, sorry. I thought it was stinky. Uh, to her credit, though, she goes by that on on her Instagram and shit like that. Like, I would have definitely changed that to Butterfly or something a long yeah, time ago. I give her a lot of credit for that. Nice person. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on her. Um, it actually turned out to be a pretty funny show. But uh, uh, with all that being said, this Playboy remake wasn't gonna happen. Now, as of last night, they're trying to revive it again. Hugh Hefner's son, who's 26, has now taken over. Um, Took you long enough. Well, he's 26, and like, well, look, I I didn't know that he just died last year. Hugh Hefner. It seems like a long time ago. It feels like yesterday to me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. When I looked it up, I was like, man, it feels like he's been gone for like five years. And no, it (laughs) turns out it was just last year. Because when I saw this pop up, I was like, oh great five years later a kid's stepping in it was just like no ross that was His last boner year didn't even go down till yesterday i know uh they that's why they buried him yeah um you know in that it was a tall coffin yeah tall a yeah. vertical not long yeah they buried him in, in, in an instagram coffin yeah it was vertical yeah yeah that <laughs> ratio vertical. of that for that boner had to fit everything in. yeah uh the creepy thing about this is uh he looks identical to Hugh Hefner. I feel like I've seen him, yeah. The kid. And uh, th- so he's going to try to take over this brand and make it popular again. And, you know, 
look, he looks like his dad. He's got the same thing. And uh, swagger or not? No, nah, no, can't. Uh, uh, you can't. You can't, man. You can't replicate it. No. And that was an interesting fellow. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't replicate it. So I think, I think they're gonna have problems with that. I think they're going to have problems. If they stick with the non-nudity thing, forget it. You can just go ahead and burn down the, the label now. Uh, I'm surprised they just didn't liquidate it and, and keep all the, the assets to it, um, mm-hmm. like the copyright of it uh, yeah. or sell the copyright of it because the Playboy brand is still big and that can be used for other things. For sure. But if you're, not, if you're going non-nudity, you're, you're screwed. Um, the other part about it, which they were having problems before uh, you know, Hugh Hefner died is the fact that porn is so readily available online or on your phone. You're not buying magazines for nudity anymore. Mm-mm. It's too easy to get nudity, nudity on every fucking device you have. Right. Why am I going to pay $6 for a magazine that I've got to keep hidden and still becomes, you know, in a black plastic bag behind the counter and not just watch porn on my phone like a normal human being. Right. I, I don't know how they can recover. All of these magazines pretty much have have sold out or are gone. And this, and I'm not talking about just Playboy here. I'm talking about like Time Magazine, everything else. Like it's hard for anybody to read a magazine anymore in hard copy when everything is digital and you can get right. it on your phone or computer. I still get down with like a People or something like that is in the checkout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why it's an all o- an okay magazine. Yeah, but it's like it's all stuff that you can read on TMZ or anything like that. Actually, more on TMZ than in there. I don't know. There's some. But wa- I still... there's some wild ones as of late. Like that's in touch. In touch has gotten just like a they don't off care the rail. Anymore. No, the 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 one that They're I saw inquire. yesterday in the grocery store was uh, they said that that Jennifer Aniston was pregnant by Brad Pitt and that yeah. they finally reunited and found love and are having a child. That's She's, why I only do people is because people's been sued enough that like <laughs> they don't they don't do stuff like that, but it makes it boring a little bit. People in Us Weekly, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, those are about the only two yeah. ones that keep can, it real. Yeah. But again, that's boring because they have to wait for the story to break, go into print. It's like already it I've seen it twenty times on TMZ. Yeah, so I don't know why I'm I gravitate towards it. It's some I I don't. I don't either. It's um, a girl thing, maybe. But, but uh, with, with this Hugh Hefner Jr. thing or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, I, I don't... Cooper Hefner is his name. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Cooper. Um, Coop? Coop Dog? Coop Dog. I don't think just being in, in the magazine business is is profitable. I, I don't mm-hmm. know how you can save that brand. And they're not into porn. So uh, you can't even go online and maybe sell it. I, I guess you could sell the branding and license it for some type of you know, online porn or something if you wanted to. But that's mm. never been what Playboy's been about anyways. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't know how you, if I'm in the newspaper or magazine business, I'm looking for a way out at this point. And a lot of people are having fire sales on their magazines and all of the shit for this exact reason where you're just Can't like, you just pump up stunned. your um, internet like presence uh, as can, a magazine. You, like You can, but you're going to have to, completely changed the whole model yeah and and i don't think people are willing to do that right now like they're everybody everybody is so slow to switching to digital and this is this is including hollywood because we we went through this as well with the dvds and the blu-rays and all of that shit like i mean they're still running commercials for blu-rays as we speak where you're just like hey hey guys we're 
we're past this. Yeah, yeah. we're all we're all done with. <laughs> we're with, grown ups now. With like, buying discs, even Netflix doesn't send DVDs anymore. Like we're we're done with that. I found a Netflix that I didn't return. Ah, save it. That'll be worth some money one day. You want to know what it is? What is it? Uh, Run Lola Run. Ah shit! Do you remember that? Big fan of that Fucking movie. Fucking loved that movie. I, know, I, I I love that movie so much. I remember where I was when I watched it. Yep. I was in uh I was at NYU and uh, there was a theater called the Angelica. Oh, you saw it in the theater. I did. Oh. I did. I, I was at uh, I was in school and um, yeah I saw I saw it at the Angelica. I think opening night too. Because there was a lot of hype behind that movie coming out of out of Cannes, and everybody was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And like, uh, that was one of those independent movies that I sat through and was just like, "Fuck, this is dope!" Um, and foreign too, like, and you didn't even really yeah, think of it as a exactly, foreign film, you exactly, know? Yeah. Um, so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I had her hair. I had. I mean, I was like, I like that in chick. Love with and her. She ended up doing uh, Born Identity afterwards. Yeah, and uh, Fomke something. I forget what her last name is, but uh, she's great. She was great. That movie was great. Um, big fan of that. Um, that that was at a time. Like, there's very few foreign movies over time that have had a, that that much of an impression on me. I can there's I can a actually couple. I can name them. Run Lola Run, uh, Motorcycle Diaries. I super enjoyed. I watched that in. Uh, movie theaters. It was about Che Guevara with yep. uh, his ride across, like Diego Luna. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, his ride across. It was gorgeous. That was one of the most beautifully shot films I've ever seen, and it was like three hours long, all in Spanish. It didn't bother me one bit. Life was is like, beautiful. Man. Was really good. Amelie, Amelie, huge. Was was good at the time, and uh, and then Run, run Lola Run mm-hmm. were probably my jams. Oh, and uh, that's. Uh, La Vian Rose was really fucking good with uh E2 Mama Tambien. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. That was a great movie, <laughs> I right? Didn't see that I one. did. I saw that in theaters too. That was a great film. Um Abre Los Ojos was the Spanish vanilla sky. The girl uh the girl who was um in La Vian Rose, she ended up winning the Oscar for Best Actress. Nice. Yeah. Um and then she did the Johnny Depp movie. Oh shit. Yeah. That was the rumored hookup that broke up the marriage apparently which marriage uh oh shit i think it might have been brad pitt's marriage actually Ooh. with yeah. angelina jolie i think so oh yeah 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 i think it was that chick oh brad which i get it but you bad boy oh you bad boy you're <laughs> such a bad boy nothing will stop you not <laughs> six kids not scrutiny God, if he gets back with jennifer aniston though i think the world would rejoice It'd be great. They weren't good together, you guys. I think they were. The guy who did their hot tub told me. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait uh, with Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad oh, Pitt really? and Aniston. They weren't. They weren't good. Uh, that's what he said. Yeah. No shit. They were real crazy together. They were fighting a lot. He didn't just do the hot tub. He was doing like all the masonry right, right, work right, for right. them. So he had to deal with them together for quite a bit of time. Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, it so it would be interesting. I think later on in life, though, after all this time, you change. Yeah, you mellowed like, out right, for sure. Cool, like because I, sure. I heard they were, they were just smoking weed and they were cool, but I I don't know. And I, I think they they were the ones that bought a house in Ojai together. Gotcha, gotcha. So like they, you know, gosh, just go back to Ojai, you guys. I've met him and like chill out one time, and he's great. Uh, couldn't be a nicer dude. Um, I don't think I've met her. Uh, but yeah, he was great. And I was just like, eh, fuck. 
I think that's what this to guy go. said too. He was like, he was cool, and she was just like a nut, dude. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it is all her. Well, maybe Candace Owens has a point. It is happening to her. It, w- w- do you hear Candace Owens on um, uh, Rogan? Where, no. When she said, uh, so Candace Owens goes on Rogan the other day. And what is she a reporter or something? Yeah, she she is a black conservative. Yes, yes. Sorry. Um, go ahead. Uh, she's on all of these shows. We've talked about her. Before. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's look crazy smart and uh, well well informed, and uh, she, she's a good voice for that community for, versus you know the other assholes who are who are out so there. So what'd she say about like, it? Like a, like a Newt Gingrich. Like I don't like Newt Gingrich speaking out for the party. No. Um, no. Candace Owens has probably got a pretty good take on it. She was the Kanye one. Kanye yeah, yeah, was yeah. the one who liked her. I know. Um, she said. And this was this caught she caught a lot of shit for this, but she said, "I think women uh, in their forties, like when they turn forty, and if you don't have kids um, or are married, that, that that there is something wrong with you, and then you end up changing your life to either mother something else or mother you know some cause or some bullshit thing in the world because you don't have actual kids to look after." Um, and she, you know, she said to her credit, she was like, look, if you can't have a child, that's a difference. If you can, and you just don't want to, um, that, then that's where shit gets wild for these women going into their forties and fifties, where you start to latch on to these causes or fucking politics way more than you should. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was like, I think that's when people start to change. And Rogan was like, well, who do you mean? And she was like, Chelsea Handler. She goes, Chelsea Handler. I used to love, and I thought she was hilarious and funny. And he goes, she goes, I don't, something switched in the last two or three years where she wasn't funny anymore. She had this Netflix show, which was about her awakening and like life thing that was terrible that got canceled. And she, Rogan said she's pretty much dropped out of Hollywood and has now just become like a political activist. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, maybe but there's something to that. I say that all the time. I know don't you do. I? I, but, but and I, I know I catch shit for it because I don't want to be like, it, everyone should have kids and like there are people that can't and like or just don't want to and i understand that i and i understand that too but i think at a certain point so you don't want to you don't want to it ruins relationships yes you know there are a lot of guys that do want to like start a family oh yeah contrary to popular belief they like to do it later in life yes but that's what they're ultimately looking for for the most part right right and so it ruins your relationships you end up breaking up with people over it and then you get to a point where it's kind of too late and you're like okay well now i need something yeah and so like i i totally understand what she's saying and i get um catching a lot of shit for it it's just weird to not have something more than yourself to to um look after to as a cause it is. And, and, and I will say this, like I have a handful of friends um, who are in their 40s and, and not uh, they don't have kids. And like I, they're, they're normal, like they're they have a completely normal outlook on it. Um, Thad, you know, Thad um, he, married, he, married, no, That's a thing. no like kids. They're, they're to... not having kids, but they have a great relationship. Yes. And a marriage is something to to be a focus though. So if yes. you're a single yes. and, and, and so, it's ruined relationships in right. your life and you've now gotten to the point where now all the guys that you want are having getting with younger girls to start a family. Right. 
and, 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 you know, you bring up the point, like her, she brought up, Candace Owens brought up the point of Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler's still single. Single. So, so she doesn't have, have marriage, any other. Yeah, if you have a marriage. And, and you guys both have decided absolutely. and you've talked about it and you're staying together because you both are two people in the world, which is totally fine. Yeah. That are like, we want to focus on each other, on our lives, on traveling or whatever. Dang, you may be doing it right. Totally. I don't know. And I look at like when I was at my buddy Thad's house, like, fuck, him and his wife are cool as shit. They're doing it right. And I'm like, they Man, sleep in. Yeah. They're they go great. out. They're great. Yeah. They go out all the time. They may be doing it they, right. They travel. Guys. He was the one who went to the uh, the desert trip that I was telling you about. Oh, um, yeah. So look, they're doing it right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then you have Chelsea Andler, who's single doing all this shit by herself. Um, there's another. Something's an- going to break. You yeah. Know? Like you're going to, you need to, I think as a human being, you need something to focus on in a partner partnership or a, you know, some, something. Something, something later on in life. Something more than yourself. Something more than yourself. Into your 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, other than that, it's it's a lonely, weird existence. And um, one of the one of the weirdest people that uh, I've seen it is Aziz Ansari. Um, I've seen him for years. We've, mm-hmm. you know, worked together at Funny or Die. I've, Rob Hubel. Guys are different though, too. No, no, no. Rob <laughs> Hubel from, from Human Giant, I, I cast in, in one of my movies. Like, I've been around him enough and I've seen him at big events. He's always by himself. Yeah. Not not one time have I seen him with a date to any of these things. And all of the things that I was at were like required a date, sort of seemingly like New Year's Eve. Sure. So I'm at a New Year's Eve party. Uh, and it was a private party and there was only, you know, two or 300 people there. He was the only one without like a date. And you were just like. I think he wants a date and I think he wants a relationship. So do I. So that's the difference there too. But it's it's strange, man. Because then you start to get to that age where he's at. He's at the Chelsea Handler age where it's just right. like. Uh, what are we doing now at this point? Um, and then yeah. you have these, you know, weird sex stories come out about him, and you're just like, oh, God. It wasn't weird. Yeah. It was uh, totally uh, normal. Uh, to- totally normal. <laughs> and same with the Chris Hardwick it's thing. A little, it's a little window into yeah. <laughs> to their I, practice, but it's not uncommon. <laughs> yeah. The, the, and the Chris Hardwick thing that popped up to to Ugh, the other day was was I the same even. thing. Was the same thing. Like this this chick wrote a fucking huge op-ed piece about what a terrible person he was and blah 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 and he was just like again he got nuked from all of his shows scrubbed from nerdist website so shitty and then you, you know what he posted uh, yesterday the day before was all of her text messages seven months later trying to get back together with him and it was just like if you were in an abusive relationship what what uh, and this poor motherfucker's buried um and I, so shit. the girl that's in this article that uh, that this Chloe Dykstra was referencing, like he said that he was his last relationship. Um, you know, she didn't have sex with him enough, and that's why the relationship didn't work or whatever. I, I know her. Uh, I did a movie with her, and um, she's I, I would say mildly famous now. Um, super cool, super down to earth. And uh, I knew her. I did this movie with her while she was dating Chris Hardwick. And I said, oh, that that's who you're dating? You know, from the from the Nerdist and all that shit. And I was like, man, what's what's his story now? I only knew him from uh, that dating show with Jenny McCarthy when yeah. I was a kid on MTV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, oh, what's he up to now? She's like, oh, he's doing stand-up. He's doing this Nerdist thing. He's doing all this other shit. And I was like, how is he? She's like, oh, he's, a, he's a great dude. Yeah, she didn't have a bad word to say about him. Right, and then you know this other girl comes out with this fucking odd man piece. And like, uh, he told me to lay there like a starfish while we had sex, and I was just like, 
You were dating for three and a half years. So personal. Uh, uh, It's awful. It's awful. Not not only that, but it's your boyfriend of three and a half years. So like, it's not like it was a one night stand with like the the Aziz and Sorry thing. It was just like, oh, you had bad sex or whatever it was. That was your boyfriend for three and a half years. If you don't right. want to fucking do shit, either break up with him, leave, or fucking move on. Like, right. If he's into one night, after if he's three and into a, half a, years, yeah. a starfish, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, what I, I mean? I just, so to see that motherfucker get sank like that, like, sucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause he built that empire on his own. Yeah. He was the first one to do this whole nerd culture thing uh, for real, where it was just like, hey, guys, he's this one is of cool. The- He's one of the godfathers, yeah, for uh, sure. Of that whole nerd podcast culture and, mm-hmm. and all of that shit. And uh, it sucks that somebody can just come out and write a fucking shitty op-ed piece. Because any one of these motherfucking websites is going to take this op-ed piece from any of these girls because it's clickbait. And mm-hmm. everybody's going to click it on. And mm-hmm. they're selling ads and, and, and gaining money off of that and introducing people to your website. And, uh, you know, like eight shit. What you did for eight shit. Um, oh my gosh! I single-handedly was amazing. Jessie. Made them um, what they are today, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. But real proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Thank real, you. Real, real proud. Um, Barbara Streisand is seventy-six, by the way. Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs> Three months later, <laughs> soup's proud of you, James. I've been working on it this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm really, really happy about. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. You know, I'm getting better. Your whole shit. Um, only an hour this time. You, you know what I'm not happy about? And this, like, I, I am, I, I've come to grips that I am a fucking sports junkie to like the nth degree. Um, mm-hmm. The Stanley Cup finals, being there, seeing it, got me into hockey where I'm like, all right, I'm going to start. Oh, following this on, on like oh, a no nah, on a semi-regular basis sure, it's still sure. during my favorite seasons of football and all that shit so like i i'm not gonna get that into it but um i'll get a, i'll get a little into it uh the world cup i i love watching the world cup and i fucking hate that usa doesn't have a team in it like it's really it's really bothered me this week seeing all of these games and they've all been super exciting and the the underdogs have won a lot of them and I hate it. I hate that we're not. We're not good enough. It's okay. Ah, but I, I, right. I, I want to root and be part of this world because the ratings are so massive worldwide that you're just like, ah, I want somebody to root for, but I have no one. <laughs> um, and Landon Donovan, who was our captain, he was on our team for years uh, on two or three of the World Cups that we did actually make it to. He did a commercial for Mexico saying, Vamanos, Mexico. Like, this is mm-hmm. my second favorite team, and we should all cheer for them. Right. Buried online. That stupid asshole. Oh. <laughs> um, I never liked Landon Donovan anyway. So when I when I saw that, I was just like, you, of course you would, you fucking traitor. Right. Don't sw- Oh, And then he, he walked it back, you know, sure. the day after that commercial aired where it was just like, Oh, the the USA is still my number one. They asked me to pick a second team. It's just like, fuck you, bro. You son of a bitch. Fuck you, dude. Now we get to the points that you all love. The revolutionary figure of the day. Shall we, James? We shall. This one's going out to uh, one of my faves. One of my faves of all time. Um, Best to ever do it. A revolutionary man in television and talk show history. Mm. Talking about Jerry Springer. Talking about, about Spring Dog Millionaire. Mm. Um, I, I, you know I love Springer. 
You do. I, I am one of those people who will. I used to TiVo it. I can't. Or DVR it or whatever. I used to fucking DVR it and then watch it late at night and just. I love the absurdity of it. I love mm. the 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 all of it. The theater. I love that he bought into it and uh, he's ending his show. Really? Yeah. I did not know it was show. still on. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, come on, James. Mm. You did. You I didn't. Did. I didn't, but you did. And it changed the landscape and the culture of those weird fucking shows. And uh, yeah, 4,000 shows. He's going to call it a day and wrap it up. It's still going to be syndicated, so you're going to see all of these. Um, for years and years and years, which uh-huh. I'm amped about. Sure. Um, but but if you look at it, like back in the day with like, you know, Donahue ended up switching because of S- Springer. Phil Donahue mm-hmm. made his more Springer-esque. Remember Maury? Maury used to be a serious talk show mm-hmm. and then he switched to only paternity tests. Yeah. So I think it's a little, he, he did change the landscape for Changed the better. The not sure. Nah, he Not did. sure. He did. Definitely for the worst. Dude was a rock you star. He had a Broadway are- show. I think it still goes on too. Really? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. still on too, huh? Yeah. Or yeah. not the father is he, what Maury is now. Yes. So he he's only doing paternity tests and that's it. But uh Maury's embraced it. He laughs about it. Yeah. Um, what are, what are you gonna do? Cry? I, I you guess. used to be a serious journalist. I, now but, you're but a fucking there, piece of shit. I, you know, I look I look at it in today's landscape and I'm like, is there serious journalists anymore? Is that a thing? <laughs> Because, no, I mean, for real, because, like, you know, I, all of these people that I raged on last episode about boycotting Fox and Fox News and all this stuff, like, um, I, I look at CNN the same way, where, like, I don't think either, CNN to me is the most ridiculous network on the planet, but I, I guess you would, if I was to compare something, I'll take that back. Uh, Fox News, I would compare to MSNBC, mm-hmm. where, you know, Rachel Maddow is a fucking ridiculous person with the crying and the whole, oh, God, I need a moment. I can't, you guys. You cut away. This is our America now. This is our fucking thing. They have that at Fox News, and that's Hannity. Hannity is like that as well, where it's mm-hmm. just like they'll, they they play it up. It's almost become a caricature of, of who yeah. they really are. And I don't, I don't bode too heavy into what either of them really have to say, where it's just like, all right, cool this kind of theater of the absurd so like is there serious journalists like as you look at anderson cooper i think so if you would have asked me five years ago who's the most serious journalist there is out there i would have said anderson cooper right now you look at that motherfucker now he's drunk on new year's with andy cohen and (laughs) kathy griffin and then he's doing these ridiculous stories on porn stars and shit like that now it's like dude i if you if you really want to hearken it back you're going you're going back to springer i mean this that's that's what he kind of does. Right. You're taking the most sensational subjects you can, blasting them out in front of people, and it's that it's the shock value of it. Like Anderson Cooper trotting out a porn star every other night, right? On CNN is or Rodman. Yeah, I, you, you think about what they did during that summit, the most historic summit um, that we've had in our. You know, just close to one of our nation's history yeah. and then they bring out tennis rodman yeah that's very springer like that's yeah. that's what springer used to no, do No, you're right you're right but i do think there are serious journalists i but who are they who do you go to um well i would say this i like I if you're asking York... me one person david muir mm-hmm. um yeah on abc news mm-hmm. maybe i guess is the only guy but i go he's to not really going super hard hitting he's no. more doing personal pieces or whatever um well, he's their I mean, lead anchor at 6.30 now. Yeah. So, and he's the, to my knowledge, at least he was in the last time I checked the ratings, he was the highest rated you know, journalist out of all of the 
nightly news between NBC and uh, ABC and CBS. The New York CBS. Times is still no, still trying. It's the worst. Mm. Uh, New York Times to me is has become CNN. Okay, uh, and I'll tell you why. They they have uh, these op ed pieces that just fucking eat up their thing, and everyone is I hate Trump or hate this or and it's. Well, the last one I read from them is when they were breaking the story about all the things that they were talking about with these kids being from 2014. And I learned from them that actually the journalists are like using stories from back in the day to, so it does not. Gotcha. I, I learned from Drudge, like Drudge report about like so, all those, those child photos of being separated were from, from 2014. Yeah. And that's what they did a piece on the daily, which is like New York times about that. So they'll go both ways, which I, and I don't know if that's new because I, everyone's giving them so much shit, but I definitely, you know, they definitely talked a lot about that. Okay. About the fact that like journalists are getting it wrong. They're sensationaling, you know, they're, they're making it sound crazier than it is. Sure. They're using these numbers that aren't right. And so talk to a bunch of different people on this show, The Daily, which I don't know if that, I mean, it's New York Times. It is. Yeah. And, and I, look, but I, I think they're trying. I, I will give them credit for in an age of, because look, they're laying off everybody at the New York Times. And last time we were in New York um, uh, and we drove by it. Actually, I don't think you were in the cab with me. I drove by it on the way to a meeting uh, for mm-hmm. the for the last book. And uh it used to, like the New York Times building in New York is spectacular where you're just like you drive by and you're like, oh, man, that's impressive. That's exactly what you picture in a movie. Mm-hmm. All, all the floors are now rented out to other companies except for like two or three now where you're just like, oh, boy, pretty soon it won't be the New York Times building anymore. And if you want to switch and change over into today's uh, society, I think a podcast yep. for news, reading news and during a podcast is, is, is great. That's a great step. And nobody else has done it. Uh, paper wise but as far as papers go um new york times to me is shitty it's it's all one-sided uh washington post and it's just because they're owned by people who have other agendas washington post is a shit too uh it's owned by jeff bezos from amazon so he's gonna do whatever he wants to do and like look if you're rich enough to buy a newspaper congratulations i'm just not going to believe anything you say because it's it's never it will never be fair right um uh, the LA Times just got sold to uh, a Chinese billionaire. Um, I don't, I don't. He's local. He's from. He's in LA. I don't know what he's going to do with that, um, yeah. or what his plans are. That's a weird one to me. But uh, everyone else is kind of, you know, slowly going under or going online, and uh, podcast is is the best way for them. So uh, yeah, we'll and it see. Feels like they're trying to do it the right way that's yeah. what it feels like because i get both sides of you know it's not all trump it's you know they'll right. definitely praise him in some things and talk about how people aren't understanding what he's actually doing and they're just going on you know so yeah i, I don't know it's, to me that's all i want as far as where i get my news from uh i, I would prefer like the only site i really trust and, and it's probably the associated press the ap where yeah. it's just the facts and it's just the news of what's going on. And that's about it. Um, I, I would say newspaper that is still in print. Um, I'm going to go with the Wall Street Journal. 
I think the Wall Street Journal all the way around probably is is the fairest mm-hmm. um, as far as just kind of facts go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously their business section is second to none. Um, but I, yeah, if I if I had to pick one form of journalism that's still kind of tried and true, I, I would go Wall Street Journal. When I read that, because I read that pretty much every morning and um, I, that that seems to be the, the most fair and balanced uh, and has still great quality writing. You look at a site like USA Today, USA Today is like the AP Press where it kind of just prints the facts, but it's very basic and... Right. Um, They're not going in depth no, about it. there's not a lot to it, but uh, yeah, New York Times and the Post are out for me. I, Wall Street Journal is pretty much the only one I... Uh, that's my that's my only go-to these days, probably, uh, for real news. Um, yeah. Now, if you're looking to pick off stories from around the world, Drudge is Drudge is great. Uh, Drudge Report, but it's even Drudge is one-sided. So it's yeah. like I'm not I'm not even gonna say hey, it's totally unbiased. No, it is it, it is biased. And again, you can do that, and that you know you can be biased. It's whatever. We'll get a different outlets. But um, as long as you're going through all the channels, which it feels like, you know, where you're, you know, you have your sources, you're going right. through all the different channels before you print something sure. or before you report on it. And that's what it feels like the New York Times is doing now. And I don't know if they were doing it before right. and they got popped for something, whatever, but it feels like now they're, they're going through, you know, getting many sources and going through all the channels they need before they say something. Yeah. Um, oh, and that's all I want. Same, same. Uh, before we get off the air, there, there's a, a, a breaking story right now, uh, which is huge, actually. Um, Amazon lost a uh, Supreme Court decision, and people are going to have to start paying sales tax for what you order through Amazon in your state. So there's going to there's going to be an added sales tax for your state of what state you're ordering it from, and that's. That is a big deal. That's going to take away a shit ton of money from Amazon. Um, and hey, look, if you're in California and you're ordering shit, do you know how oh, high the sales shit. tax is yeah. in California? Fuck, man. What is the tax that's on it now then? Just regular? It's just some bullshit. Bullshit like, tax. So then on top of that. Yes. On top of be that. another one. There will be another one. And that's Holy going to shit. affect the pricing at Amazon majorly. Because now you're not going to be able to get things for the same price. Because uh-uh. sales tax is going to be factored in. And uh, if you live in California, I remember back in the day, there was a, a handful of sites that I was ordering off of for production equipment. And we had to pay sales tax coming out of Europe and coming out of New York and, and some other things. And I was like, fuck this. I mean, it added a lot to the bill. If you were buying some, some oh, higher price does. shit. Yeah. And it does. You look at, if you look at California... Congratulations, California, um, and everybody who lives there for this. Because uh, when, when next time you go to Amazon to buy all your shit, and you see that that huge sales tax, and you're like, Meh, "Why am I paying more than every other state?" It's because of immigration. Um, good luck. Good luck with that, and enjoy all of your Amazon purchases from now on. Because you do that enough times, and you just won't. Like I've gone to a couple sites where you're like, "Oh, cool," and then by by checkout. Yeah. It's literally double. Yeah, and you're like, and I'm like, no, nope, not going to use that anymore. Same with like StubHub. I don't like that kind of yeah. shit. StubHub puts these fees in there. It's yeah. like the, the tickets aren't the ticket prices aren't what the tickets are actually going to cost you in StubHub. When you check out, it's almost fucking double. Double. Where you're just like, shit, this is now going to start happening. It was a five four decision at the Supreme Court, so that's close, man. Um, 
Oh, shit. So states are going to be able to regulate that. So with that being said, now every you're gonna they're gonna be able to go after any other Best Buy. Um, I mean that that should Walmart. open up the floodgates. Walmart. Walmart was trying to be the next Amazon. Amazon yeah. Now now if you're gonna because if you're sales tax in Amazon, you're gonna sales tax every other thing on the internet. The domino effect of that is going to be massive. What's our sales tax? tax like here in north carolina yeah. it's not bad it's not bad no um i want to say six but i don't quote me on that i don't i don't know i just know when i check out it's like all right cool when i checked out of shit in la i was like jesus christ man dude it's fucking crazy crazy i'm like what uh, i think I mean, it might be up to like 12 or 13 now in, L- yeah. in, in la yeah i think the last when i was there last for this last trip to edit that movie and i checked out it's just out of the grocery store oh yeah and i looked at the sales tax i was it's like oh what the fuck mm-hmm. man so, yeah, I remember going into Best Buy out there in L.A. when I was just like, and then ringing out. And I was like, fuck, man. I think, look, you buy a $300 TV, right? Let's say that sales tax is 13%. I mean, you're you're looking at an, another 40 bucks tacked on top of that. Like, it's no joke. Right. It's no fucking joke. That's a big decision. And then I, whatever weird fees go on top oh, of that. Yeah, 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 because yeah. the store needs to make up for the fact that blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it usually adds another like 70 something. To, like, you know what I mean? Where you're like, Jesus, I've seen sales tax in California. We're like, this fucking like almost $100 in tax. Yeah. So, I, I mean, look. And fees and whatever the fuck. This is now going to happen to probably every other website. Get get ready for that state sales tax to kick in when you check out. Because it's it's going to be to where you ship to. Okay. Um, And I remember there was a way around it back in the day where. You ship to like Nevada. Yes. Or yeah. Um, and I, I know we shipped to a location to beat the sales tax on a production because it was, I think we were buying red camera. It was expensive. And uh, yeah, we, we had, we, I know, I know what it is. We bought it because it was out of New York. Uh, so you couldn't get taxed if, if like, if, if you're shipping out of state or something. Mm-hmm. So we bought it in New York and uh, all of the equipment and then had the DP bring it over, the director of photography bring it over on the plane back to LA and we paid for the the cost underneath the plane because it was cheaper than the the sales tax to be shipped out Jeez. there. Yeah. And it saved, I think it knocked off, I want to say like $1,200 off of what all oh. the equipment we had. And it was like, all right, cool. Um, so yeah. I, wow. That's a big decision. Can't believe it. Um, we got a big decision tonight with the NBA draft. Looking forward to it, Jabes. Looking forward to it. And I know you're looking forward to me starting that sports show on Drinking Bros so I that really you never have to hear about sports again. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. I am here. I am loving it. I am presence. present. Yep. Okay. Yep. But I would love for you to have some buddies to talk about sports And that'll, with. that will kick in in August <laughs> on Drinking Bros podcast. We're having a sports companion show. And uh, that'll be available and live for your ear holes. Um, shit, we'll be going. And I think that's what the people want, too. It is. We'll be going s- six shows a week at that point. Holy shit. Welcome. We got you covered. We got you covered, son. Except for Sundays. We take it off just like Chick-fil-A does. <laughs> but not for the same reason. Not for the same reason. <laughs> uh, this was this was a fun, light show, James. I went hard last episode, so forgive me if I, if I was too aggressive. Um but, hey, don't know. But obviously, I don't fucking care. The people need it. They yeah. love it. They uh, want it. And obviously, I don't fucking care. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.